Hi, docs. Welcome to the EntreMD podcast, where it's all about helping amazing physicians just like you embrace entrepreneurship so you can have the freedom to live life and practice medicine on your terms. I'm your host, Dr. Una. Well, hello, hello, my friend. Welcome back to another episode of the Entrepreneur Podcast. As always, I am super pumped to be in your ears. We are going to have a blast. We're going to be talking about your investment portfolio, but not in the way you think. Okay. So we're going to be looking at how to optimize the most important part of your investment portfolio. Okay. All right. So I learned this from Jim Ron, and Jim Ron would say, don't wish it was easier wish you were better. And when he said that I was fairly early, I was fairly young in my journey of personal development. And I was like, no, I want it to be easier. But really it, it, it plays this thought of taking radical responsibility for your life, for your results, and really moving away from the blame game. And I was really good at playing the blame game, right? Like if something wasn't working, there was a reason and I was never on the list, right? And so this is, you know, like you think about it, we've had a lot of challenges. We've had the pandemic, we've had a recession, we've had hyperinflation, we've had the great resignation, all things that affect entrepreneurs. And think about it in this moment, right? If Jim Rohn were here, he's not alive anymore, but if he was here, he would say, stop wishing for it to be better. Stop wishing for the quote unquote good old, good old days. Wish you were better. Wish you were better. Wish you were better. And so ultimately brought me to this place where I realized that the most important person in this equation in my business is me. Because once I'm better, um, everything else is better. Right. And so it brought me to this place where when I see things in my business that don't quite look the way I want it to look, I'm no longer blaming the team. I'm not blaming the economy. I'm not blaming all of that. I'm looking, I'm like, okay, well, this is the reality for other businesses, right? How can I be better? How can I be better? What new skill can I acquire? So this note is no longer a problem. How can I do, you know, what knowledge do I need? What relationship do I need? What network do I need? What do I need, right? How can I become better? And so when I talk about an investment portfolio, a lot of people think about their stocks. A lot of people think about what they have in real estate and all of those things. And the truth of the matter is the most important part of your investment portfolio, like all your assets put together is you, is you. For me, it's me. <laughs> For you, it's you. And I want us to, you know, first of all, sit with that thought, right? So, so how to optimize your most important invest, your mo- the most important part of your investment portfolio is first of all, recognizing what the most important part is. The most important part is you. You are your best performing asset. You have always been, you will always be, right? You have, you have the capacity to give the biggest return on investment than any other thing, any other asset you have in your investment portfolio. And so the the starting point is recognizing that, recognizing that I am, you know, a lot of times when I have met people who will say, yeah, I don't read books. I'll never waste my money buying a book. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Right. Like, why would you, why, why would you say that? I would see people and please, I'm not picking up, picking on anybody who's, who are like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
you know, we just did a, you know, we just did a rebuild in our kitchen. It, you know, it costs about $50,000. I love it. But they would not invest in, they would not, they would never invest that amount of money in themselves. Right. Because they're like, oh, that's a waste. What is the return on investment? I'm like more than your kitchen. Right. And again, I'm not picking on kitchens or, or anything like that. And you want to, you want to really ask yourself the question, right? Like, am I prioritizing the, my best performing asset, which is me? Am I making sure that year after year that the value of my assets is going up. And now when I talk about your value, I'm not talking about your value as a human. As a human, you're priceless, right? So let's get that out of the way. You're, you're priceless. You can never be replaced. There's only one of you and all of that. But your value as an entrepreneur, for instance, you can upgrade that, right? You can upgrade that. Okay. So the first thing is recognizing what it is. The second, the second thing is creating a habit of routinely upgrading your assets. This is a habit. This is something you do because you recognize every time I invest in this asset, the value goes up. Think about what you do in a home. All right. So let's go back to the kitchen. You bought a home. The home had a kitchen that was maybe 10, 10 years old, you know, 15 years old, kind of outdated and all of those things. You redo the kitchen, right? Let's say you wanted to sell it. You redo the kitchen. And by doing that, you for you create this forced appreciation, right? All of a sudden the value of the home is higher because of the work you did. You are the same way, but your forced appreciation is much higher, right? Because you are your best performing asset. So you're like, I'm this entrepreneur and you tag on the ability to speak well on stage. You tag on the ability to sell. You tag on the ability to master the mindset games that paralyze other entrepreneurs. You tag on, right? For everything you tag on, it's like remodeling the kitchen, you know, building out the basement, doing all of the things. The value keeps going higher and higher and higher, right? And so we we think about this in real estate, but we also want to think about this for ourselves as the entrepreneurs, right? So this habit of routinely upgrading, if you think in that context, think about what happens to you as an entrepreneur if you just develop this habit. You become different. The amount of revenue you're about, you, you're, you have the capacity to create continues to grow. The caliber of team you can lead continues to grow. Your ability to serve your clients at the highest level, continues to grow, your ability to dominate the market, to build your brand, like all of those things. Imagine if you're putting yourself in a position where on a daily, weekly, monthly basis, this is just transforming. Okay. All right. So what does that look like? When I talk about, we're talking about routinely, right? So this is something that's happening daily. Some of the things I'll talk about, you can do daily. Some of them you can do weekly. For instance, if you are, for instance, reading books, right? It's like, oh, you know, Dr. Una, we know that. But the question is, are you doing it though? Right? Like you're reading books and you're not reading books to just be inspired or to be motivated, but you're also reading the books to change. I want you to think of if you had a habit of reading a book a week and you don't have to read a book a week. I'm just giving an example. Let's say you, you had a habit of reading a book a week and you were making, you weren't trying to do all the things. You're trying to make one solid change from each book you read. That is 52 changes a year. If you would do that, you would be a completely different entrepreneur. You would have upgraded your value massively, 
right? And you can say, nope, don't want to read a book a week. A book a month is kind of my thing. Fine. Take a book a month, make four changes, right? Same concept. You would run circles around a person who's reading through three books a week and not doing anything, right? And so reading books and listening and and for the books, actually, I do have a treat for you. If you go to entreemd.com forward slash book, I have a list of my top 20 books for physician entrepreneurs for 2023. Okay. So get that list. And then if you're like, oh, I don't know what books to read. Now you have 20 to choose from. Okay. It, it could look like podcasts. For instance, we call the EntreMD podcast, the free MBA for physicians. And we constantly you know, have this mix of, you know, episodes that are more mindset, that are a team, that are marketing, where we bring in guests, you know, who are really succeeding and rocking it and all of that. And it's just designed to put you in this ecosystem where you're constantly being upgraded. Your level of thinking constantly is upgraded. Your The skill level is upgraded. All of those things, right, is done on purpose. So your assets can perform better, right? Think about, conferences. Again, you know, we do the visibility formula workshop, you know, we do Entree MD Live, all of those things. It's not done for fluff. It's not done because there's nothing else to do. It's done to give you this opportunity to upgrade, like upgrade your assets, right? Bring yourself to a place where you perform differently, perform better. Because once you're better, your business is better. And one of the best consequences is your life is better, right? Okay. And another thing as far as the, as the, as the habit is really interact networking with people who are doing what you want to do, right? Who've done it or who are doing it. You want to be in their orbit because it's like the best positive peer pressure, right? You know, when you're listening to them talk about their dreams and talk about what they're doing and talk about the fears that they're daring and all of those things, yeah, it inspires you to go like, man, I'm afraid, but they're doing afraid. Apparently everybody's doing afraid, big deal, right? And it inspires you to continually upgrade, upgrade. So this is creating this environment, right? This environment, this habit where every day you're just getting better. You're getting better. Your 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 asset is appreciating, right? And again, you know that's why in the EntreMD Business School we're really big on the community of it and the and the sharing and the you know we call it the the EBS Commonwealth because those relationships don't leave you the same. They just don't. The last thing there under your habit is this habit of doing things afraid, doing new things afraid, right? The new version of you. You know, maybe you've, you know, you have this you know, private practice and you've, you've hit a level of growth where, you know, the only way you continue to grow is you hire another doctor. You think about the multiple six figure payroll. You're like, oh my goodness, I don't think I can do it. Right. That doesn't mean you run into the fire, right? You're going to look at the numbers, all that stuff, get it on paper. It won't make the fear go away though. And then you just go higher. <laughs> Like you go hire the person. Same if you wanted to hire an office manager, if you're in private practice, you're a coach, maybe there are bigger stages you could be on that you've been avoiding stuff. Like you just start doing afraid. You've wanted to start a podcast because you know your evolution, that is the next thing you need to do to establish your thought leadership and all of that. Like you just practice doing things afraid. Just do them afraid, do them afraid, do them afraid, right? Okay, so we talked about recognizing, you know, what your best performing asset is, which is you. We talked about how to create a habit to continually upgrade it, right? Routinely upgrade it. And then number three is investing in your asset, 
Okay. Investing in your assets. Again, I want you to think forced appreciation. Okay. You as a physician invested in yourself to become a doctor, right? You invested in yourself. A, a lot of, a lot of doctors had multiple six figures in debt. That's what they acquired in order to become physicians. When you're done with that, that is one level of your evolution. Now it is your choice to then say, and I want to continue to evolve or to say, no, I don't, I don't believe in that. Like I can get everything I need off Google. And of course you can get a ton of stuff off Google, but you know, people try to get their medical degrees off Google too. <laughs> you see how that works, right? And so if you are, and, and this Again, if if what you want is quantum leaps, right? That's what I want. That's what the students in the Entrepreneur Business School are doing, where you go from X to 10X. Like I'm, I'm trying to become this version of me who can accomplish this 10X dream. I'm trying to become this version of me who can lead this kind of team. I'm trying to become this version of me who's confident um, building this dominant brand and selling and all of those kind of things. Then you you want to invest in yourself. And that's the truth. There really is no way around it, right? And, you know, there are many things you can do, but you're listening to this podcast. And I will say that if you've listened to the podcast and you're like, I'm creating wins for myself, my mindset, I really have that under control. I'm doing things I've never done before. And you're ready for a quantum leap. Then I want to invite you to come join us in the EntreMD Business School, right? And why why the EntreMD Business School? Because it was built exclusively for physicians who want to build six and seven figure businesses, who want to build dream lives and dream businesses, live life and practice medicine on their terms. Okay, and we've been at it for three years at this point, and with a really great track record. So. That's something that you want to look into on trmd.com forward slash business. We would love to have you like love, love, love to have you. Okay. But you want to invest in that asset. Okay. And the reason why I brought it to thinking about it this way is because again, once we become better, everything becomes better. <laughs> once we become better, our businesses become better. I'll leave you with this. And, you know, I talk about it a lot because it really created a, it was a pivotal moment for me. You may be listening to this and maybe you are stressed out by your business, right? Like you're, you're stressed out. You're like, you know, my team is not working the way it should. I'm throwing a lot of at this and I'm not getting the number of clients I want and all of that. And you may think it's the business. Okay. I thought that I had a stage, I had less than 10 employees at this time. And at this point, I only had my private practice. I had not started EntreMD at, at the time. And I remember being so stressed out, so stressed out. And, you know, I thought it was the business and I thought it was my team. And I wanted to just throw the whole thing away. <laughs> if you've ever felt like that, you are not alone. But anyway, I remember being so stressed out. Okay. So then later that night, we're, we're watching a basketball game. And, you know, cause you know, my husband loves basketball. I love my husband. So I watch basketball. That's, that's kind of the way that works in my house. And um, then I saw Mark Cuban and Mark Cuban is the owner of Dallas Mavericks. At the time he was worth 3 billion and he had 150 companies and he just had his t-shirt on. He's sitting watching the game. He screams when his team, you know, dunks or does whatever. And he just looked like he was having a great time. And I remember looking at him and I said, you know what? My business is not the problem. <laughs> like I have 
compared to his businesses, right? I want itty bitty business with less than 10 employees. And that business is driving me nuts. Now, here is somebody who has many, many, many more times companies as I have employees. Like he had 150 companies at the time. And I was like, so even if he had one employee per company, which we know he didn't, we're talking 20 times more companies than I have employees. And, and here he is at a basket, basketball game, living his best life, relaxed, enjoying the game, like totally present. And so I was like, the problem is not the business. The problem is who is running the business, right? My husband says it this way. He says, the problem is not the problem. The problem is who is facing the problem. And so it really shifted my thinking to where I was like, I need to become better. I need to become better. Like anywhere there's a challenge, it really is a pointer. This is a place where I need to become better. And if you can think in those terms, then it really does change everything, right? Like you can't be the victim anymore because now you know, wait a minute, I can change some things. I can learn some things. I can ask questions. I can do things. And this can be better. I have control. It puts you back in the driver's seat. I have control, right? And so this was many years ago. And I am so grateful that I learned that because now, you know, I may fuss about something and all, but I know it's like, Dr. Una, come on, go. <laughs> There's something you need to know. There's something, this is a symptom of something you don't know, a skill you don't have, responsibility you're refusing to take, a vision you don't want, evolution, your personal evolution that you're saying, I'm not doing that. I'm not willing to do that. Right. It, it's all, it comes back to me. Right. And so I wanted to give you that gift of being able to see stuff that way right? Like I am my best performing asset. I am the most important part of my investment portfolio and I'm going to do my part to make me better because once I'm better, everything else is better. Okay. So I want you to sit with this a little bit, you know, get the download for the books, decide, schedule two times a week where you're going to listen to the Entree MD podcast. If it's time for you and you're ready for real quantum leaps, come join us in the business school. Like those are things that you can do right now to make your assets even perform better. And I, I cannot wait for you to be this person who intentionally creates quantum leaps quarter after quarter because you know what to do to trigger it. You know, it's not by wishing, you know, it's not by being in resistance to reality. Like some people are still like, I'm waiting for things to go back to how they were before the pandemic. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like that is never coming back. You are in control because, you know, I just need to make me better. I need to make me better. And I know how to do that. Okay. All right. So as always, thank you for listening. Don't forget to share this episode with another doctor in your life. And I'll see you on the next episode of the EntreMD podcast. If you love listening to the EntreMD podcast, I want to invite you to join EntreMD On Demand. It is my signature subscription program that gives you access to a library of business courses designed to help you do one thing as a physician entrepreneur, and that is to thrive. Just head out to EntreMD.com forward slash On Demand, and I'd love to have you join us. See you on the inside.